Hello friends, Skip here. Another episode of Finding Meaning. I hope you're finding them fruitful. Uh, I think I'm getting better at doing them. I don't know. Uh, Please know that you can also uh, find my podcast on Spotify. And please feel free to share on Facebook or Twitter or whatever vehicle you think that you can. How's that for a shameless plug? I want to talk about, in this episode, who we want to be. Now, that sounds like an odd thing for a 53-year-old man to say. Who do we want to be? Who do I want to be? I don't know if you remember, but, uh, you know, I did it when I grew up. I would uh, dream as a child, you know, about being an astronaut or a fireman, or a cowboy, or a soldier, you name it. Uh, There were times I wanted to be a car mechanic like my father, or a school bus driver like my mother. And that drive for purpose, that drive for identity, I think never really goes away. What do we want to be? Who do we want to be in this world? And I don't just mean spiritually, although these podcasts are all about finding meaning and identity spiritually. Today I'm talking about practically. What do you want to be, either as a vocation or as a volunteer? What do you want to do to make your life better or the world better? What What sort of hands-on thing do you desire to do that edifies you, that fulfills you, that uh, offers the world uh, something better than it had before you did this thing? Now, for some people, uh, they have found a way to, to take that idea and make a vocation out of it. Uh, My wife, for example, is a pastor, very good one, and she has found a way to make a difference in the world through her vocation. I have met friends, have friends who who volunteer their time uh, teaching music or uh, tutoring other people. Uh, I have friends who give generously of their time and their talents and their gifts to help others. And in doing so, they reap a reward. However, I think it's important for us to talk about what it is as individuals we can do. Now, I can't answer that for you. I can't tell you what's going to edify you, what's going to fulfill your need to help the world. That's up to you to find out. That's up to you to seek the call. However, I would like to offer you maybe a little bit of a roadmap for that to happen. First thing I want to say is that it doesn't always mean you're going to make money at what you do. Uh, Some people, like my wife, as I said, are lucky enough to make a good living. fulfilling her call, doing what she can do for the world. Uh, Some people 
uh, are professional writers, professional musicians, and they can make all sorts of of money or or um, friends, or they have all sorts of serenity doing those things. However, for most of us, we won't be professional writers or musicians. But I hope for you that you did, you have found a way in your life to fulfill your need to help the world be a better place uh, through what you do and how you interact in the world. So not everyone's going to make money at it. The other thing I would add is not everything that you think or I think we should do is necessarily what we should do. Let me give you a little bit of a story. Many years ago, many years ago, uh, I was exploring uh, a call. And I had some free time of a Wednesday afternoon. And the church that Jody and I were attending at that time, they had an after-school program. And so I thought maybe I could go and volunteer some time I'd feel better about myself. Uh, These kids who are elementary age might enjoy uh, me being around. And so I volunteered. And I soon found out that neither myself nor the children were enjoying my presence in this particular place. It just wasn't where I was supposed to be. It wasn't what I was supposed to be doing to help the world. There were other people around who truly enjoyed it. There are other people around who who were truly fed by this experience, but I gotta tell you the truth, I came home completely exhausted. And there was one little boy who just drove me nuts, just the way it is. And I understood very quickly that just because people say it's what you should do is not what you should do. You need to find that thing that brings you peace and others peace of mind and hope. I was not helping these children through my frustration. I finished the school year as the volunteer, but I learned a quick lesson, and that is not everyone should work with elementary age kids, that it takes a special call. Now, that's not to say there aren't things that we we can't do. I mean, there are a lot of things that we should try, uh, but we need to recognize quickly or maybe be self-aware enough to understand that that's not going to be particularly edifying, at least not in that setting. Now, skip forward 25 years. I have my own children, Uh, they are the same age, and I am asked to coach Little League football. First thing that pops in my mind is, oh man, it's going to be this again, I'm going to be frustrated. But lo and behold, I not only enjoyed coaching football, I enjoyed coaching baseball and basketball. I found that the children that I coached received something from me that helped them, and I received something from them that helped me. 
No, it did not work in the setting of religious teaching, but it worked in the setting of coaching. And as I am giving this podcast, I am preparing to coach my very last season of football for my 11-year-old son. I'll miss it when it's gone. I look forward to it now because I'm able to teach something that is valuable in their life, in his life, in the life of these boys and girls who, who play football. My point is this, that you have to keep searching. You have to find that place that's edifying. You have to find that place that offers you something and them something. It may be the setting that may not be conducive. It may, uh, it may be that what you are trying to do is not what you should be doing for other people. Maybe you are called to learn how to play guitar and take that guitar into a hospital room. Maybe you're called to train therapy dogs. Maybe you are called to coach swimming or football. Maybe you are called to volunteer in your synagogue or your mosque or your church or your temple. Whatever it is, there is one basic component to it that we have to remember, and that it it has to build people up. It has to build us up as the people participating, and it has to build the other people up that we are serving. If it does not do those things, we should not be doing it. And so I encourage you to find a vocation, if you will. It may or may not pay, but there's something out there for you to do to make the world a better place. And after all, if we're going to find any meaning, we have to find it together. I don't know if I'll be, I highly doubt, actually, that I'm going to be the best football coach these kids have ever had. But I hope they remember the lessons that I teach about tenacity and patience and endurance and teamwork. I hope they remember that, not because... They're going to go on to the NFL. Maybe some will, maybe some won't. I doubt it. But because those lessons are valuable in life. Those lessons of cooperating with others. Those lessons of of serving the greater purpose. I could not teach that when I was teaching in the after-school program at a church. But I can teach it on a football field. And so I hope my greatest hope for you, but not just for you, for the world, is that you find a place to plug in that energizes you, it energizes and transforms your world. Go out and be what the world needs you to be, but be the thing you need to be to do that. Thanks all. We'll talk again soon.